0: Strip by Sia. Today we have a fun and exciting show. Um, I'm bringing you Emilio, who is a regular at many, 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 many strip club joints here in Vancouver and all over BC. So I'm so stoked that you're here. Welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm glad I joined
0: you. Yay, yes, and we're here just chilling. It's my lunch break right now. Um, We got some cake. Happy birthday, by the way. Um, We got some Japanese cotton cheesecake on the menu here, a little white chocolate on there, so hopefully you're not allergic to anything. No, I'm not allergic to anything. Good, (laughs) awesome. So um, basically, we want to know who you are. So if you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right, my name is Emilio. Um, I was born in Burlington, Ontario. Lived in BC for pretty much most of my life. I've worked several different jobs. All of which I've enjoyed over the years. My current job is kind of interesting because I do a lot of driving, doing going up Island to you know Campbell River area, and uh, you know I'm I'm actually enjoying it. It's fun. You know I get to meet a lot of interesting people. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey over the last thirty <laughs> years, whatever. So
0: that's amazing. Yeah. So you do like quite a bit of driving in your yes. regular day job. Like yes. how many hours a day are you talking? Oh uh, It
1: could be anywhere up to four or five hours, almost my entire shift actually.
0: It's a long time. So as you can see, guys, like Emilio, he's a totally normal guy. He's super cool. Um, I first met you last year when I was dancing at the penthouse. And that's kind of like when I officially started on um, the circuit, although a very small circuit for me. I'm just in downtown, guys. Just in downtown. (laughs) Um, But I remember you kind of straight away because you were always so nice to me. Um, Super, super respectful. Um, I mean, compared to some other patrons. I mean, generally speaking, most patrons are very respectful and awesome and tip well and everything but um yeah you you kind of struck me as a really cool guy and we started chatting had some great conversations and now we're actually friends so yes. yeah. <laughs> right. and so. you know
1: what you got to be respectful to the dancers because you know they're people just like everybody else you know a lot of people get that confused they think that dancers are not normal people right Right.
0: Like, why do you think that? Like, what do you mean not normal? What does that even mean?
1: You know what? I I think there's a huge misconception because, you know, dancers or strippers in General, because they take their clothes off in front of people, everyone naturally assumes they're, I guess, slutty or that kind of thing, or they just want to. Uh, it's that
0: kind it's, of like
1: it, Yeah, it's category, that kind of life, right? right? But yeah. realistically, it's it's really not that way. It's stripping is more like an art. It's yes. It's not. It's not a slutty job. Anybody can be out in the world and be doing something crazy, and people just think that's normal, but it's really not normal. I think,
0: like, the difference between a dancer and, you know, other like quote unquote normal jobs is that one has clothes on yes, and one exactly, doesn't.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, yeah. that's just like super simple like dumbed down terms but that's basically what it is because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a job.
1: It is a job. And it. I
0: feel like a lot of people have a very difficult time understanding that. Um, there's always such a negative connotation that comes with, with that type of profession. Yes. right? So, and, yes. I've, and you've talked to so many of the strippers, like you're friends with a lot of us too. Oh, yeah. like, you
1: know? like. And- and for the most part, I found ninety-nine percent of the dancers to be really nice people. In fact, I find most of them to be nicer than the general public. And in, Thank you. In, to be honest, um, that's just how I find it.
0: Yeah, and I hear that too because like we're just really down to earth because we basically don't give a fuck what people think, right? And exactly. that's, <laughs> that's kind of why we do this job, right? And because you've talked with so many people, like, what are some of the concerns or what, what's some of the feedback they've given you? Have they ever complained to you? Have you ever gotten into that deep kind of conversation with them before? Or is it more like surface level? Well you know
1: what? I've I've talked to several people about the stripping industry and it's interesting what kind of what kind of stuff people say. Like people say, Oh yeah, dancers are just there to, you know, hustle people for money and that's all they care about is the money. They don't actually care about the people, right? right. But you know, it's not really that way. It's, there are some dancers who are like that, okay. but but it's not as many as people need right and it's
0: definitely like part of it, the job too yeah. obviously we're there to make money um, hustling and VIP and all that is part of the job yeah. but that's really interesting can you kind of go deeper into like the other side of that as you were kind of saying just a minute
1: ago I think especially the young people nowadays the Millennials they don't quite understand the stripper industry um,
0: interesting
1: the way they were raised because a lot of Millennials are raised to rich families and they were given everything and so when they see something like involving the I guess quote unquote the sex industry they think these people are just making easy money by almost like selling their bodies Mm -hmm. but it's it's not it is a job whether you're in the sex industry or whether you're working in a hotel or wherever it's basically you're out there to make money no matter what because That's the, the <laughs> world the world is so messed up right now that you pretty much have to find a way to make money
0: especially in Vancouver. yes
1: especially not just vancouver but i think bc in general oh, okay yeah. so other
0: parts as well like because i know you're from victoria yeah
1: victoria right? is if you go if you've ever been to victoria it's not a very big city it's a minuscule compared to Vancouver, <laughs> to Vancouver right? It's
0: nice and quaint. Yes, it's
1: it's a retirement city, but it's it's nice there. But if you go there because of the way the prices are now, a lot of businesses have shut down over there, and right. so you find that if you're in downtown Vancouver, Victoria, I mean, it's not quite as lively there anymore. Like right. fifteen years ago, if you went there, there was lots to do. Mm-hmm but now it's almost turned into a ghost town. There,
0: heard. Yeah, know? I know. I hear it's mainly like young families, students, and retired folks. But going back on what you said there about like, you know, things are closing down. I'm sure you heard about Fox yes. closing down.
1: Yes. And yeah. that's an unfortunate thing. I think it I think it's sort of, I don't know if it's quite the proper way to say, it, but I think it's more of a sign of the time. That's
0: so sad. It's,
1: it, it is sad because I think people are missing out on unique art form,
0: right because um, it is live entertainment right
1: it is live entertainment it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like burlesque but a but a little bit more risqué than burlesque, but it's
0: similar. Similar, just different different movements for sure. Um, I would say that burlesque is definitely more teasy, you know, uh, like implied. There's not usually any like full nudity. They usually have pasties on. Yes. But interesting you say that because we'll be interviewing uh, a burlesque artist later on in the podcast as well. So, yes, but (laughs) that'll be a fun topic to discuss. But going back to the Fox, did you ever the Fox when it was still open or?
1: I did visit the Fox and it was it was one of the better bars in BC um, they over the years had several contests they had one of the biggest amateur contests probably in BC Yeah, even
0: like a thousand dollars Yeah,
1: it was a thousand dollars you know there was good people there over the years and actually I've met a lot of interesting people there too, um, you know. Over the years, they've gone through many changes with staff and all that stuff, and you know, a lot of them were nice.
0: Yeah, it's just such a shame that it closed down. We actually, um, Asia was on the podcast last episode, and we spoke a bit about that, the FOBs closing down, and, like, you know, strip clubs in general closing down as, like, a sign of the times, you know, with the accessibility to porn and, you know, cam girls and yeah. all the stuff online, like, why do we, do we still need strip clubs? Like, Well, you know
1: what we do, because, you know, the millennials that sit around at home on their computer. Computers every day watching porn or whatever whatever they're watching it may not necessarily be porn it may be they might be watching movies or their t- favorite TV series or whatever right that's why a lot of kids these days are lazy and they don't find jobs is because that's all they want to do is sit around and play video games or t- watch YouTube all the time right <laughs> and it's, and, We're and, lazy. and and thus <laughs> The the um, the outcome is, is that when they get older, they have no money and they complain it. Right. And they say, "Oh, we don't have money to do this and that." Well, maybe if you stop sitting around in your house and actually <laughs> get out there and do something with your life, you would actually, you know, have the fines or whatever to do things
0: right right and like speaking of which like because like everything is super accessible online that means there's not a lot of patrons going out to strip bars anymore like i typically see an older clientele i mean i can only really speak for the penthouse um i find like some younger people are going more to the five and it's like a kind of a mixed bag with with the strip and like brandies and stuff but i wonder if is there like a disconnect there um what about you because you're obviously a bit older so. I
1: think it's because. Is it just like no older, interest? Oh, I think the older people, they understand that industry a bit better because they've been going to it for so long, right? right. Like, I'm still relatively young compared to some of the, you know, the really long time <laughs> customers. Right?
0: The grandpas. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could
1: call them that. I don't know. but But, you know, I think they understand that industry a bit better.
0: Yeah, like, when you say understand, I think, like, what you really mean is, like, that they appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, they appreciate it,
1: Right. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah, because I feel like, as you said, it is definitely an art form. I can definitely speak to that, especially with my sets and, like, my choreography that I do for my shows. It's, It's definitely a beautiful way to express myself. It is. Right? It's dance. That is what it is at the end of the day, right? So I feel like sometimes maybe younger people don't understand, they just see it as, oh, there's a chick getting naked, and there's her tits, you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they don't have the same kind of, yeah, as you said, like understanding of what it is. Even what you said earlier about like some of the younger folk, um, some of the younger strippers that I've seen, it's really interesting. I feel like some of them can be reliant just on their looks and you know not understand that yes you're a pretty girl and you have to end up you know naked in your show but also that it is a lot of hard work there's so much it's a very physical job it
1: right? is a physical job i mean I can't really speak for the dancers that much because I'm a guy, so I don't understand <laughs> the, the real physicality because I don't actually do that. Totally. You know, right? So okay. I can't really speak for the dancers, but like you said, because unless you're a girl and you are actually doing that, that thing, nobody can understand the real the difficulties of that job. Totally. I mean, it's, and it's not just it's not just the physicality it's more. It's also the mental part of the the job because you get a lot of rude customers that come in and they badger the dancers. And yeah, see all kinds of you know really rough stuff that you know. Like what? It can what? be, can it you, can can be you, very trying on the girls. Yes, you, know?
0: you have to have and a thick skin. You sometimes.
1: do. You know, and if you can't handle that kind of thing, then you don't have any business being a dancer.
0: It's so true. And, Absolutely. Um, you definitely, as I said, you must have a thick skin kind of yes. going into this because it is a very physical job, like on your body, but also like looks wise. You know, you have to look good naked, yeah, right? Exactly.
1: So you know, and I mean, you know, I've
0: have you witnessed like a lot of customers saying bad things to the dancers. So, like, do you have any examples that you could think of that are just super awful? There's so many. Yeah, there's <laughs> like too where to start. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> Unfortunately, there's,
1: there's too many to list, that, you know,
0: and it's all looks based comments
1: Yeah that that's mainly what it is but it's um, you know you get a lot of customers that you know try and you know they they think that strippers are like hookers yes. as well and, and hate they that. and you know you get a lot of customers who approach them or even try to add them on social media and you know they send them messages of everything saying oh yeah how much does it cost to, you know, you know, to right? take you home at night? That's or... my Instagram yesterday.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Literally, right? someone asked me, right. hello, lovely, A smiley face emoji. Uh, how much is it for one night with you? And I'm just like, okay, buddy, you're going on blast because no one can talk to me like that. No, <laughs> exactly. what makes that acceptable behavior? Would you talk to your mom like that? Would you talk to your employer like that? no. So why do you think it's okay to talk to me like that? Because exactly. I'm a woman, because I'm a stripper? Because I take off my clothes and because I'm naked? Does that mean like, oh, I'm just easy and I'm just going to like let anyone in between my legs? It doesn't work that way.
1: I think it's because there might be one or two percent, which is a small percentage, that of girls that might possibly be like that. That's yes. why people think that way.
0: And then like one person does yeah, it. One like,
1: person does We it. all must
0: do it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which is insane. And it's crazy because then actually last time I was at the penthouse, I actually got somebody kicked out because this guy was tipping and that was fine, like whatever. But he was being like belligerently drunk, like in the front row, making all these comments, and then I thought, okay, maybe he wants to dance after because then that's we said, like, oh I want to dance with you after. So I'm like, okay, finish my set on stage, I come back out, and he's like, Uh, how much for you to come home with me? <laughs> and I'm like, I get it at least once at like per weekly booking someone will make a comment like that usually because they're already drunk but still it doesn't make an excuse for that type of doesn't really like disruptive behavior it's just so disgusting Ugh! no thank you guys don't do that do not do that (laughs) on instagram on social in person never speak to a girl like that at all (laughs) that's right seriously
1: (laughs) and you know what the other thing is, is like a lot of the girls have to be careful too because you know You meet somebody in the bar and you think they're nice people, right? Mm -hmm. But you've only met them a couple of times and then they think, oh yeah, this guy might be a cool guy, whatever. And I mean, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying this because I'm friends with dancers necessarily. I'm just saying it, even if I didn't know any dancers, I would still say this, is that you got to be careful with who you're giving out personal information to, because some girls they think, Oh, this guy's cool or whatever, so they give them their phone number or oh something. And, you know, and then everything just red flag, explodes red flag. after that, right? Yeah. So you really have to be careful. Totally.
0: You know? so, I even go through like dating apps. I don't even give people my number until I meet them in person. <laughs> I'm,
1: like super old school <laughs> exactly. like
0: There's too many freaking crazy crazies out there, right? Yeah, so exactly. But yeah, that's definitely something good to keep in mind for sure. So we wanna go back to like some of your favorite establishments because You've obviously gone to quite a number of the strip clubs here in BC.
1: Oh, I have. Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) Can you you name them out? Give them a shout out here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? The shout outs have to go to, um, you know, number five, Orange.
0: Yes, classic. Mm -hmm. um,
1: You know, the Fox, obviously. um, Monty Showroom, which closed down down a number of years ago. Actually, it burned down. it caught on fire oh my a God. couple of months ago, and like, they're it's... still investigating it, I think, but I'm not too sure what's going on with that. But
0: that happened recently, too. Did you hear about that? Diamonds? Um, yes,
1: Diamonds in Edmonton, Edmonton. which is sad. Uh, uh, and that
0: burned down, yeah. and I think they were investigating it because there might have been arson. Yes. I, I haven't read up on the story lately in the past couple of days, but I think that's what happened, which is
1: awful. It is awful. I mean, we're losing clubs like crazy. I mean, the Alder shut down. Yes. That was a, that was a interesting place because it was kind <laughs> of in the middle of nowhere in Alderbridge, <laughs> but it was it was not bad. Caddy Shack is always cool.
0: Yes, Caddy Shack always um, fun. I was you know, dancing. they
1: they always do a fantastic job with their their contests. Up
0: yes, there, they do. You know?
1: so you got to give a shout out to the Caddy Shack because they've done a tremendous job with their their contests.
0: Woo! (laughs) Did you ever go to JJ's up in Campbell River?
1: I've been there a couple of times. Um, It's a far drive. Oh, far. It is a far drive. It's a bit of a commitment. For Victoria, it's about a three-hour drive.
0: Oh, that is long. Never mind. It is
1: pretty far.
0: (laughs) They do a lot of feature shows there,
1: too. Yeah, um, they just recently opened again, I think two years ago or something. Yes. They they totally renovated the place and it's nice in there actually. Nice, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. So you mainly, obviously, you, you're all around British Columbia. Do you ever yeah. go to ones in the States or anything to, or not um, too much?
1: Not too much. I've been to a couple of strip clubs in Europe before. Oh, they're, how's that? Um, it's interesting, they're, they're, their strip clubs are very different because the way their system works is that, um, their system is, is that for example if the girls come and sit down with you to chat with you mm-hmm. they charge by the hour just oh. to sit with you so I they don't, need to do that
0: here they really need to do what, that here <laughs> i don't
1: know what the uh, the cost is now because i haven't been there in a number of years but when i was in europe last time at that time the girls were charging i believe it was 50 euros an hour which was a, at that time so, it was a hundred bucks an hour what yeah I oh believe. my
0: god and, I need to move to Europe like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know what top? it is yes, I don't please. know what it is but That's now it, it might have gone up it might have gone uh, yeah. down I'm not I'd too imagine. sure i it's probably it,
0: gone up for yeah, sure but
1: and also um, the bars when you go into the bars there mm-hmm. the, they're actually supposed to tell you that they're charging and, like the girls are supposed to tell you that. Supposed but to. But <laughs> they're supposed to, but I've had a couple of times where they didn't, and I've had rod ins with the bars there.
0: Ooh, and they're so, like, hey, yeah, you could pay. Litter,
1: You could literally, if you're not careful, easily blow thousands of dollars in there without your knowledge, right? That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Good so, for the girls,
0: but really bad for the customers, obviously. Yeah. So, what part of Europe was that?
1: Oh, uh, this was in. England.
0: Oh, damn. That's really expensive, by the way. (laughs) That's insane. Well, that's cool. So, like, what makes you check out strip clubs? Like, because you go on a pretty regular basis. I do. Yeah. What's up with that? So, like, why?
1: You know what's interesting? You know how going back to what I was saying earlier about customers being rude or whatever to the the girls and whatnot and all that. Mm -hmm. I also find that there are a lot of nice people. Stream clubs as well. I find that in general, like when I go to a nightclub, for example, (laughs) I just, especially in Victoria, it's not quite as bad in Vancouver, but especially in Victoria. Because there's a lot of uh, rich kids in Victoria, mm-hmm. they think that they're all that, oh and so they—it's they, click—it's—they're it, very clicky in Victoria. Everyone sticks to their own group, oh, so if you try to fade into their group, like, no. they like don't, they don't—they don't want anything to do with you. That's right? Awful. Yeah. Well, yeah. I—I find Vancouver people not quite as bad. I find people here generally to be. I'm actually, nice really? Yeah. I
0: hear so the opposite. I hear like really? compared to the east coast, Vancouver people are like icy, really? you know, like we're really cold I here, haven't... we're like really nice on the surface, but we won't actually like ever hang out with you and like after that, basically. Because we're like, oh, we should hang out sometime, and then that like never happens, which is insane. But <laughs>
1: well, you know what, you might be right because you know, I haven't been back east. Since I was a little kid, so I I don't really know how the people in the east well, are, it's still
0: interesting, but, like but an observation. Yeah. Right. In terms of like, because you're you know a lot of us, right? A lot yeah. of dancers. Do you have any favorite dancers? Want to give some shout outs out? <laughs> There's so many talented ones <laughs> in the city.
1: There is.
0: Like, <laughs> where know, to start? I, I.
1: You know what? I could name a whole bunch of dancers. But I just don't want to be too biased about it, right? It is
0: true. See, Guy Emilio is such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> That's why I <laughs> you like him.
1: It's, it's, it's. I've talked and hung out with many of you, yes. so.
0: And we're all different too. you are
1: all different, but you know what? Like, nobody's the same, right? Right. Well,
0: if, what if we were all
1: <laughs> the If if everybody was the same, I think the world would be boring. It would be
0: hella boring. It would
1: be boring.
0: And I would not want to live in a world like that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, back to that, um, what makes a really great dancer, in your opinion?
1: What makes a good dancer?
0: Yeah, like, if you're, say, you're watching somewhere in Vancouver, and some dancers are better than others, what really sets them apart? Is it, like, the pole tricks? Is it the charismatic? Is it the humor sometimes? Is the interaction with the guests? In your definition of what would define a great dancer?
1: I think it's pretty much all of what you just mentioned. I think... It gotta be a package. I think, I think, I think it is a, a complete package. Because, you know, a lot of... I can understand if you're a brand new dancer, and you're nervous, you don't really want to talk to people, I kind of get that, but eventually you break free of that because yes. once you get used to it and you see the way up the longer or the veterans, how the veteran dancers are interacting with people, you kind of break free of that Business, totally, right? and you have
0: to start somewhere. Everyone they do. sucks when they first start. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, right. It's
0: all baby steps.
1: Yeah, but you know, I mean, there is the odd one that stays the same all the time, it's very rare. It's very rare. Right? I find. And you know, I think the sad thing about the stripper industry as well is mm-hmm. that we're losing a lot of the feature kind of dances, like back in the in the day. Used to have big costumes, yeah, big huge shows. shows right? Yeah, it's not like that anymore, and I, right. I'm not sure why that is. There are maybe only a handful of those people left.
0: Yeah, there's not the, a lot, right?
1: And that's that's a real shame because I think people are missing out on that. Yeah. Right. If they brought that kind of thing like the only time you really see that kind of thing anymore is the contests. Yeah. And even big
0: shows. Yeah, and even
1: that is kind of getting a little bit
0: dialed back. Dialed
1: back too. Interesting. Which is unfortunate.
0: Because we have dancers like me that just dance around really nice lingerie robes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so bad because I don't dance full time. I just don't want to invest like thousands of dollars into my costumes. Stuff. i
1: think that's the other reason is the price yeah. i think that's i think that's it too because you know the there are a handful of dancers and but they've been doing this for so long that they already have those costumes mm-hmm. or whatever or, or they've made enough over the years for being feature dancers that they can actually afford to keep up with the, the you know buying those living. costumes yeah. or whatever right. But now, a lot of the newer dancers, it's tough because, you know, with less bars now and... And so many dancers. Yeah, and so many dancers. And not only that, you know, you get... I've noticed lately an increase of dancers coming from other provinces now. Yeah. And that puts even more dancers in B.C., right? And with less bars, that means less work for the girls. Right. I need work, man. Yeah, <laughs> I need work. Seriously, exactly. book me
0: again, please. Can you can you tell the difference between a BC dancer and like say one from Calgary or from other provinces? Is there certain different styles? Cause like I've heard that ever I've heard that Calgary girls are pretty aggressive.
1: No, <laughs> oh, no, I. I have I don't think I can really. Tell yeah. I don't think I can really answer that uh, because I haven't seen enough of those dancers. Gotcha. I've seen a few, but I would probably, I would probably be stepping into something that I shouldn't really be stepping into by saying mm, gotcha. something yeah. about that. Yeah, right? totally. Interesting.
0: So, okay. <laughs> what about? What are your thoughts on VIPing? Basically, vip guys, is like um, private dances. So you can pay for some private time with a dancer from stage or one of the VIP girls roaming around the floors. So you do one song, you do three songs, up to you. But they're private, little boosts and stuff. And what are your thoughts on that? I think
1: VIP dancing is... Uh, I think it's... It can be a good thing, but it can also be—I like, don't know if bad thing is a is the right way to put it, but there's
0: no right or wrong. Because,
1: gone. for example, the number five orange, their VIP dances are—I guess their VIP dances are slightly more risqué because it's they allow it's full contact. Yes, and you know, some girls don't like to do full contact because mm-hmm. it's getting a little bit. To too personal, right? right? Um, if that's your thing and you like doing the the full contact thing, I think it's it's great. I think if that's what you want to do, that's great. Um, because people will pay, right?
0: No, definitely people will pay. Yeah, they for will sure. pay,
1: right? Yeah. And because, you know, I remember the Fox, for example. Um, think it, it just depends on the bar management as well, mm-hmm. because some bars don't allow full contact. Right. I think it's something to do with the liquor board rules or something. Oh, interesting. I think. I'm not, I have no I idea. I might be wrong about that, but I think there's some kind of, rule in, the, in the, the liquor licensing oh, okay. board or something it's, I'm not too sure because like I said I'm not familiar with yeah. the rules right? no me neither but um, That's
0: interesting. it comes yeah.
1: down basically to the bar itself I mean yes. some bars allow full contact some don't right,
0: right. penthouse does not allow full contact yeah. or any contact at all which is kind of what I like I just again it's like my own personal space yeah And if there was contact, because I have dance at number five before. I just didn't offer any baby dances. One, because I'm also lazy. Two, I just don't (laughs) care. (laughs) I hate annoying people. I feel like I'm annoying people all the time. But, um, like, how do you create boundaries for that, you know? And how do you regulate those boundaries? Because things can get hot and heavy and things can move real fucking quick, right? Like, I know that there's cameras and the booths and stuff and whatnot. But, like, I just would be scared if someone were to violate me.
1: Yeah, it's
0: it's tricky. It is
1: tricky. It's because you know you could be a bar manager and you can say you can say all kinds of stuff about being careful in there, right? But it's tough, right? It's tough. It's, it's very tough, and it's I couldn't really honestly answer that. I think <laughs> that's I think that's more something that the dancers, dancers can yeah. only answer for right? sure, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: I How mean, mm-hmm. I could say something, but. Probably wrong.
0: No, it's not right, right or wrong. So. Answer. It's like so opening say, a discussion, yeah, right? Like so say, it's an opinion.
1: Yeah, and like, but like I say, I think it's more appropriate for a dance to answer Oh, do sure, right? We have many dancers <laughs> on right? the show,
0: yeah. guys. There's no shortage of dancers so. here. I have a long list to draw from. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about like pet peeves and stuff when you come into the strip club? Um, do you have any, like if there's any people dancing at the front, you know, being really like raucous? or just being really disrespectful, or some things on stage you don't like seeing? Or, or is it all good? It's all gravy?
1: Well, you know what? I I don't really have any pet peeves when it comes to the strip bar.
0: Um, <laughs> you easy guy to please, Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, what about... Since you're obviously a great audience member, um, do you perhaps have any tips on what it takes to be a great audience member, to be a good client? Obviously, not being creepy. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and
0: tipping when you're in the front row. <laughs> but yeah, what do you have to say about that? Well, you know price?
1: what? I think if you're sitting in the front row, I think, I think you should be respectful and tip the girls.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, because... <laughs> it's almost like a VIP dance, but it's it's out in the open. It's not an enclosed area. So if you have a dancer coming up and literally being right in front of you,
0: yes and interacting with you yeah, like interacting with talking you, with you talking,
1: right? and, and engaging you should at least give them something even yeah. if it's just a five dollar bill or something right at minimum at guys a, at minimum a, you should at least respect them and you know tip them at least just for that tip reason, her
0: right? <laughs> seriously <laughs> it's like the easiest thing to do guys yeah and that's a, a great way for you to show that, that hey, I'm enjoying your show. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right? And I mean, yeah, there are some, there are some aggressive girls that demand you to tip, like. Mm. But
0: pet peeve. I don't like that either, though.
1: Yeah, I guess that's a pet peeve. It's, it's only, again, it's like a 1% thing. It's You get yeah. that odd girl that just all they care about is to get tipped. They don't want to talk with you. They don't want to have anything to do with you. They just want the tips, right?
0: Right, really aggressive. Um,
1: but again... <laughs> it's a different approach. It's Again, like I say, that's only a minuscule number right. of girls, right? It's,
0: I think it's fair for me to call out people in the front row when they're not tipping at all. You know, I'm done one song, nothing, and they're just there. (laughs) That, for me, annoys me. And oftentimes, they're usually international or foreigners. And I'm like, hey, like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's like etiquette, proper etiquette. If you sit in the front row, then you have to. And, you know, some of them will move back and be like, oh, or they'll pay and stuff. So sometimes it just takes a bit of education, guys. So, (laughs) in case you didn't know already, (laughs) God. (laughs) okay so now we're actually going to go into the q and a portion so we got some questions from our instagram followers here as well as on facebook and social so can you recall um the very first strip club you had visited oh
1: that's a tough one you know one of my <laughs> friends asked me that yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> actually He's prepping you for the interview yeah, i know <laughs> so, actually you know what to be honest i can't it's been so long because I've been going to, I've been starting going to the strip club when I was underage so, oh. was, so it, I could I couldn't even honestly tell you which
0: you're one. like which one the one where I was underage or the one where I was actually legal <laughs> or the first strip club that you remember
1: probably I would probably from what I can remember it's probably Monty showroom but I'm yes, sure I've been to that. Right?
0: <laughs> They're all the same at some place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like believe me, Bontes
1: was an interesting place because, you know, there was a lot of... You know, at one time or another, they were probably the biggest strip club in British Columbia because they what? had... Yeah, because... Wow. Because they used to have way back in the day they used to hold the miss world competition there
0: that was here in but, bc yeah
1: way back Whoa. We're going, i don't know before my time oh I my think. gosh
0: yeah, a like long they time used ago to hold
1: miss world there they had celebrities get into trouble there <laughs> you know so it was a very interesting bar they have a lot of history there
0: lots of history indeed yeah, they cool.
1: have a lot of history
0: there rest in peace rest in peace
1: and like the Fox a lot of dancers got their start there as well
0: and Monty's yeah
1: and the Fox as well because if you talk to a lot of today's dancers and maybe even some of the dancers that started say 15 or 20 years ago most of them are gonna say that they will always have a place in their heart for Monty's and the Fox because that's where they got their Start.
0: Right. I, and I've heard of that right. so many times. Right. It's so true.
1: Right. And you know, I'm going to go out on a whim and say that the manager at the Fox showroom did a lot for the girls. I mean, if you act like a um, Going back to what I just said, if you ask a lot of girls, they're gonna say that the manager of the Fox is probably one of, if not, their favorite manager of any strip club manager because he took it upon himself to not only groom the girls to become better dancers, but he respected them in a way that was different. He, he went out it. of he went out of his way to to try and help the girls to make it into the industry
0: yeah he like really yeah. cared about their well-being
1: he did and you know when the fox closed down a couple of weeks ago he put a very respectful article on social media about that and he was and and a lot of the girls I think, Oh, they're going to miss that place. Yeah, like they're a gonna. lot
0: of the girls, a lot of my dancer friends, everyone I knew that yeah. had danced there before, Grace and Stage there, they had like made a tribute post on their social yeah. about that place. but. And you yeah. know what?
1: I don't know if I should even say this or not, but they the manager are. of the Fox, his name is Lauren. Mm-hmm. And like I say, if you ask anybody, they will say that. Lauren did a lot for them.
0: Lauren, you rock. Yep. Hope you're listening. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And shot. you know
1: what? he, <laughs> And you know what? He is probably the longest run or was the longest running strip club manager in BC. Wow. He was there for, I think, 23 years. He was the a manager. Long
0: time. Incredible history.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he has a lot of history
0: definitely like
1: he's seeing things that most people haven't seen
0: <laughs> i'll have to interview him next yeah. <laughs> okay so back to some questions here some random really weird ones here okay so you're in the audience say you're singing front row can men smell blood as in when a girl's on her period <laughs> this is a legitimate question
1: well you know what i can't give you an answer to that because i've never actually experienced that before so let's say no if if, if i did experience that i would be more than willing to answer that question but i can't answer that question so um... So whoever
0: wrote that in the answer is no according to (laughs) (laughs) emilio
1: By the way, whoever asks asks that question is—that's a very bold question to, the <laughs> she's to a, be asked.
0: She's a very bold person, and she she will be on the show actually at oh, some okay. later point oh. as well. Okay. So stay tuned, guys. So why do men suck? Oh, not all men suck, as you guys can see. Emilio here is a fine gentleman. Great audience member, but there of course, with anything, there's always a small percentage of people that suck, both men and women, right? Anything to add to that? (laughs) It's not really a question. That was like more of a statement.
1: (laughs) I think, you know what? I think, and I'm not just saying this, you know, as a strip club patron for many years, but I think I'm saying this, I guess general is that everybody, if they're not careful, can suck. Absolutely. Right? Everybody can, because you know what, <laughs> people are not perfect, we all make mistakes in this world you know you can. you might think you're perfect but you mean but you're really you're not, far from it right? <laughs> you're really not because there's no such thing as a perfect human being so,
0: it's very true right? very true and we got some last couple questions here how are the wings at number five or how is the food at number five orange everyone's dying to know <laughs>
1: the food at the number five orange
0: mm-hmm
1: i actually enjoy the food at the number five orange i've yes.
0: heard some great things about the food there yeah, any they, recommendations
1: they, have, they actually made pretty good food there. I, I don't know exactly if this... I heard that their kitchen chef there is... Um, he works at a restaurant or something? Yeah, I'm he works sure. at a few different
0: places. Like yeah. I think he was opening Kuchio, He was working at the Diamond before. He yeah. was so he's, kind of around... He's,
1: yeah. he's not an amateur cook, no. apparently. No, he
0: definitely knows what he's yeah. doing. Um, I
1: can you know only- another, <laughs> another bar that actually has really good food is the Caddy Shack. They, right. have, they have really good food. There too. What would you recommend? I don't know if I can recommend it because they actually make everything there is pretty good.
0: Guys, go ahead up the Caddy Shack.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Dinner and a show, okay? Yeah,
1: dinner and a show. <laughs> Why not?
0: So I know you're leaving um, on Friday. So when you're gonna be in Vancouver next, and which strip club can we find you at next?
1: Oh, you'll find me anywhere. You'll find him in the front row, guys. Yeah, just look for me. I'm I'm all over the place.
0: He's the nicest guy, doesn't bite, won't hurt or fly. Come chat with Emilio next time you see him at the club. <laughs> <laughs> awesome so that's pretty much it for today was there anything you want to plug um your instagram handle anything if people have questions people can reach out to you where can we find you besides the club <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can find me on instagram under Emilio roxbury i know that roxbury is not my last name by the way i
0: would be amazed if that
1: was <laughs> the reason i made that name is because if any of you out there You've seen the movie Night at the Roxbury? Yes, classic,
0: <laughs> classic. There is
1: a scene in there where Will Ferrell shows an
0: Amelio.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? that's right. Oh that's God. why I made that name. There we go. Right?
0: It's a stage name, guys. Yeah, He's usually Moonlight to the Stripper. No I'm kidding. Thing, yeah,
1: if you're a little five year there, just. Just look that name, Emilio Roxbury, because I'll am i add you most likely.
0: He's a cool guy. He won't hurt a fly. Again, nicest <laughs> person ever you'll ever meet at the strip club. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to plug? Any... Closing notes here. Final words.
1: All I can say is that if you ever, if you've never been to a strip club before, or if you, even if you have been to a strip club before, keep on going. Support the bars because this is an industry that's slowly disappearing, and we have to keep it alive because I think it's something that needs to be kept alive.
0: And uh, that concludes this episode of Strip by Sia. Again, make sure to follow. And and subscribe every Sunday. New episodes are being dropped. And it's stripped by Sia on Instagram as well as my personal, which is Sia Stuff. And we'll catch you guys again next Sunday. And thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great Sunday. Bye. by Steph Sia aka Kim Chi.